This is the University Seventh-day Adventist Church in the sunny Orlando, Florida. We are glad that you are listening to our weekly podcast. Our prayer is that you will be blessed and challenged by our message today, and may God lead you in the next step of your growth in Him. Here is our future sermon. Century Palestine, a similar movement was born. A solitary man from the fields of Galilee began a dance of life so different and unique, so daring and innovative that most at first could only stare in amazement, wondering who is this astonishing, astonishing human that is leading this dance. Then Andrew, Peter, next be the one to follow by Philip and Nathaniel. Then one by one, more and more excited followers began to join the Lord of the dance, Jesus Christ. The invitation was only come and see. Jesus' disciples came, they saw, and they followed the life-giving dance of a blessed trinity, a united God dancing, and the dancer became one with the dance, and the Lord of the dance, Jesus Christ. And that's how this Christian movement was born. Amen. I don't know if you ever thought about the Christian movement following Jesus Christ as a dance. Let's think about this because you saw that video and you realize that first it takes what? He described it for you. It was clear. I hope you got it by now. Which is first it takes someone who is willing to take a risk and be called a nut. Right? Does that sound like, thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Man, Ro- Roberto, man, you, you're wonderful. I asked Roberto a while, ago, a, a while ago during the service, and then he just went and got it out for me. Thank you, Roberto. Um, but, but so it takes one that is willing to take a risk, just like Jesus Christ was willing to take a risk. Does that sound like your Christian walk? When you first made that decision to follow Christ, it took a risk to be the only one perhaps in your family, the only one in your community that was able, that was willing to follow the Lord that dance. By the way, this dance that we dance, the Christian walk, and listen, if, you, if the word dance is putting you off, if you think, well, what are you talking about, a dance? Hold on, hold on. We're going to go into a scripture. We're going to talk about dance from the biblical perspective. But I want you to see your Christian walk. And more, it's not just a mere follow the rules where you do point one, you, you learn doctrine one, doctrine two, doctrine four, 28, and we're still coming up with more, right? 28 beliefs, right? But there's still more that we could come up with because the truth is we cannot exhaust the mind of God. Amen? Amen. But this Christian movement, this following Jesus Christ is more than just a following the rules, a, a, checking, a, a checklist of what we must do. It's a lifestyle. It's following Jesus Christ in this movement, in this dance that he started of life where he will give us a different tune even than what the world is dancing to. Hello. A Christian life. Listen to this. And th- this week I really was pondering about this. And even as a matter of fact, as I've been praying and thinking about this, I've been just seeing God moved through this week in my life. And I've, it has been evident that He is the one dancing and I'm just the one following. Amen. Yeah, by the way, we don't lead in this dance. 
is God's Spirit who leads in a Christian dance, in a walk with God. Our Christian life is the dance of the Spirit. Charles Wesley, brother of, of the Wesley movement, he says in hymns of the watch night, hymn 17, he says, Our concert of praise to Jesus we raise, and all the night long continue the new evangelical song. We dance to the fame of Jesus' name, the joy it imparts as heaven began in and now musical, in our musical hearts. Amen. By the way, this idea of dancing, and, and check this out. I hope this is, those of you who like the deep thoughts and, 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 and the theological premises, you know the word that the church, the early church, it was one of the favorite words that the early church used to describe the interrelationship of the Holy Trinity. You believe in the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, right? Yet one. One of the favorite words terms that were used in the, first, in the first century church was peri, perichoresis, perichoresis. This is Greek. So I got, I got, don't try to correct me in this because I got the closest to the accent of Greek than you. <laughs> but let me, let me break it down for you I, I, because I know Spanish. Of course, that's my advantage. But, um, and I know this because I remember my Greek teacher when she would speak the you know, the, the current Greek that she would speak teaches, it sounded almost like Spanish, just that a total of terms that I didn't understand, but, you know, the, the way they pronounce the words. But anyway, perichoresis, perichoresis is, is the name. It's, it's, um, it's a compound word. And this term was used to describe, again, the unity of the Holy Trinity. Peri, this is a pre pre prefix that means, literally, around. Okay? Peri. Around. Choresis, which is from Koreun, Koreun, which is, guess what? To dance. Is what he meant. And so, the term in itself, describing the Holy Trinity, is, if you want to translate it, is to dance around. So the early church has this idea that in Jesus Christ, they, they, they come up with a unique metaphor to describe the one nature of, of the three persons that literally meant that the Godhead walk about or the way that God moved in our lives was dancing around. Can you say amen? I know, I, I can see, I can almost see your brains being stretched out like, uh, uh, uh. it's all right, hold on. The Spirit might still yet have a message for you, amen? Because what they saw is that God and His intention in Jesus Christ, the triune God, has this movement, has started this movement in Jesus Christ. Actually, the movement began even before. Remember the dance of the Spirit began a long, long time ago. Remember Genesis? When He said, let us make men in our image. And, and you find that in the Genesis story and, and through the Old Testament, we find uh, 
this idea of movement, of dancing God, of God being part of the creation and coming in and moving around and dancing around and affecting creation and transforming it and shaping it with this idea of the Godhead being part of it and moving and transforming and dancing around was there already in the Old Testament. And then we find that in Jesus Christ, this triune God invites us to join Him in the dance of life, to dance for Him in our lives, in everything that we do. Amen? As Christians, in our lives we respond to that invitation of the Lord of the dance, Jesus Christ. And again, listen to me, our, 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 our commitment to Christ is to join Jesus, the Lord in the dance, in the movement of his work in this world. Amen? By the way, again, I want to say it. The Lord that dance is the one who takes the lead. Amen? Just think about this for a moment. Our Christian walk as more than just a drudgery and just a, a boring affair a movement of joy and a movement of responding to God's work and joining Him in His work in our lives. And I don't know if you ever thought of your Christian following, of your Christian walk, following Jesus Christ as your dance of life. The true dance. I don't know if you've seen this, but it's true. The world knows the power of this, the idea of dance. Because everywhere, in every culture, we find this innate nature of dancing. And every culture, in every family, and almost every community has a unique dance style. But our dance is not the worldly dance, but when we come to Christ, we join our unique Christian dance because the Lord of the Spirit, the Lord of the dance, Jesus Christ, through His Spirit, is the one who's creating this movement. And all we do, as you saw in the video, is we saw Christ and we saw somebody else dancing to the tune of Christ, to the tune of the Lord, right? And then we, all we did is come and join that dancing, that movement, that dedication, that passion, that commitment, and so we became part of this movement. And listen, the most important human role is that of being the first follower. Amen? Listen to this. You and I were not called to lead this dance, to lead our Christian life. We were called to only be the followers, the first one, even if it is in your family. And you think about this. Who was the first in your family to take up that stand and said, I will follow the Lord the dance. I will live life, not in the way that the world will tell me, but I'm going to join Jesus and Christ and the Lord and the Godhead in this dancing around that they're doing because I want to live my life according to the tune of heaven, not the tune of this world. Amen? Listen to me now, because there are those who, with the Scripture, now I want you to listen to me. If you fall asleep, wake up right now. If you're closing your eyes, I need you to pay attention right now. And I know, you know who you are. I'm, look, I'm not looking at you, but you know who you are. If you, if, if you need to pause a moment and just nudge the person next to you, say, hey, he's talking to you. 
Come on, this place is not too big. I can't believe people fall asleep here. It's not big. It's not that you can't hide. <laughs> I can see you. What is that? All right, he didn't like my comment, I guess. Did I wake him up? <laughs> Listen, we are not the ones leading the dance. There are those people, listen to me now, there are those who take the scripture, listen now, and make their own dance and begin to denounce the rest of the world because they're not dancing to their tune. Hello? Have you heard anybody lately, any preacher, are you attending any church lately that is telling you that somebody else is dancing the wrong dance? Hello? Oh, the church is not doing any more of the work. Oh, I went there. They didn't listen to me. Oh, they're not doing what God wants you to do. So they take up on themselves the leadership role of this Christian dance. And they have people following them. They're following the wrong leader. But they created their own dance. Listen, we are not to lead this dance. The moment that you become and you get your head high and you think that it's about you. It's about what you know. It's about your accomplishments. And you lose sight of the Lord that dance. And then you begin to lead instead of letting the Spirit lead. You know, I hear, praise the Lord. Some of you are saying yes. Make no mistakes. We are never to lead in this dance of the Spirit. As we follow, others follow. And then we form a community of followers. That's what's so important, to be in tune with the true God. And I want you to check the attitude of the people that you are being a follower of, the people you're following. Because if you find any arrogance, any authority that comes from a belief or from understanding that they are the ones who know more than anybody else, when there's this lack of humility that someone else is doing the leading. Then I pray that you will turn from that dance. And you go back to the God that knows the true dance of life and the Christian life. Psalm 30, 11 and 31 is one of those, and, and I'm just going to, I got a few more, few more verses, but let's, let's dig into the scripture about this idea of dancing. Actually, turn with me to Jeremiah, chapter 31, 13 through 14. Listen to this. Again, this, this idea of dancing and moving in the spirit is something that the people of Israel were very common with, and, and somehow, I don't know why it has become foreign from, for us. I know, and, 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 and if we see anybody dancing in church or moving a little bit to the rhythm, you know, we get all like, what are they doing? 
I know you guys are Caribbean, so. I got a little bit of Nancy in my blood, too. Not as much as my wife. My wife's in Puerto Rico, so she's got the Caribbean in here. But um, from South America. But I still got a little bit of dance. And if we have time, I'm going to teach you a little bit how to dance this morning. Salsa. How about that? <laughs> you know what? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> All right, hold on. We're, I'll explain that one. Just give me a minute. Jeremiah 31, 11. Then the virgin will rejoice in the what? In the dance. And the young men and they all together. For I will turn their mourning into what? Joy. So listen, this idea of God transforming our mourning into joy. And remember, and then in, in, in Psalm 30, 11 to 30, 13, we're not going to look it up, but you read it. He said that you have turned my mourning into what? Into dancing, oh Lord. Because the reality is, and listen to this, in this dance of life, in this dance of the Spirit, there are those moments of mourning. Hello. This dance, I'm not talking about that everything is just going to be dandy and that you're not going to have sufferings and that you're not going to have any trials. As a matter of fact, trials will come. But the promise of God and what we find in the Old Testament, the prom His promise is that whatever you're going through, whatever mourning you have to go through, He's going to turn it into what? Into joy, but He said you have turned my mourning into dancing. I know, and you guys are fleeing, it's kind of going away from that word dancing. It's, the description is it's more than joy, it's more than joy too. When you're joyous, you just want to jump around, right, and dance and celebrate, right? There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know what we get at Seventh Adventist. I guess we just, maybe the European style, we got it from whatever we did. That we think that any kind of movement is just from the devil. But if you are celebrating the Lord, if you're really rejoiceful, if He has turned, if He has transformed your experience, if you're really going through something difficult, through a trial that is really testing your faith, I mean, you know, you've been there, and God just come, and the movement of the Spirit, this triune God comes to your life, and you dance with Him, and He comes, He heals you, then you know that you need to just do, but just move and dance and celebrate that He's transforming that morning, not just into joy. Some of us say He transformed my morning into joy. Exodus 15, 20 and 21, after the Israels, Israelites came out of the sea, remember what was the first thing that Miriam did? She danced and she wasn't. All right, folks, now this morning, let's just all dance together. We look at the program here, and so we just follow along. It's the three-step dance coming up. <laughs> oh, that wasn't her. I mean, just think of her. Every, you know, the, the, the Egyptians, they were persecuted, and they were coming after their lives. They would have caught him. They're all being history. But somehow God, the triune God, moves in their lives. He splits the, the sea open, and, they, and all Israel walk through. And so to the other side, when she sees, and all she sees is Egyptians falling and drowning, and they're dead, she's not going to say, Okay, folks, now we dance. No, she's like, yes, now we dance, folks. Let's celebrate what God has done in our lives. Hallelujah. 
And then she started the tambourine and everybody just, and then remember that once one follows the dance of God, then others will follow. But you're not the leader. You follow God's movement. You follow the dance of God in your life and you begin to fight, join him in what he's doing. Celebrate him, moving with him. And then others will join the dance of the spirit in your life. Amen. By the way, this dance, let me illustrate it this way, and I, we're going to risk it. This, <laughs> all right. We're really pushing it this morning. Hey, listen, I'll be, be behaving myself lately, right? You notice <laughs> my sermon's been tame and everything. Well, this morning, I don't know what got into me. <laughs> we're going to do this. Let, let, me, let me illustrate this point. Let me say this. Let me say this and then we'll, <laughs> by the way, please just, just bear with me a minute, okay? As long as you have to count the steps, this is what uh, Leonard Sweet says, as long as you have to count the steps, you are not yet dancing. You're just learning about the dance. As long as you have to count the steps, you're not dancing yet. You're just learning about the dance. You guys ever listen to salsa music? You guys know the basic steps of salsa music? Oh, some of you know. All right, all right. I kind of remembered some, but let me. T- Do we got that back background tape? Uh, listen, I just want to illustrate this for you. The steps. The first step, oh, hold on, just give me a minute, I'll, I'll tell you when to play. I think the first, and this is what I know, but I, if some of you know more than me, that's just bear with me, you know, forgive me, but this, I'm going to illustrate this. I think the basic steps of the salsa, this is not merengue, this is salsa. <laughs> For those Dominicans here, right? But um, it goes like this, I think, this is what I remember. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Four. See, I lost it because you, you start counting. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. But if you keep counting, as long as you're counting the steps, you're not dancing. You're just learning about the dance. Do you have that background? Watch this. All right. <laughs> Was I counting? If I start counting, I lose it. Because listen, as long as you're counting the steps, you're not dancing yet. You're just learning about the dance. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Listen. Anyway. <laughs> when you dance for God, we follow the Spirit lead. There are those of us in church that want to give dance lessons. Listen to this. This is Leonard Street says, in church we want to give dance to dance lessons. To be the judges for those who dance for us. So church becomes 
a series of lessons that if you follow the steps, if you learn about this, if you learn the right doctrines, if you, if you dress the right way, if you leave this behind, if you do this. So we give all these dancing classes in church, and then we, the leaders, and those around us, those the church, become the judging panel of those who are dancing now. And we have made church, again, as long as all we do is count the steps of everybody around us, or even count our own steps. If all we follow the Lord is by looking at the rules and by looking at the doctrines and by looking at the checklist that we have and just count, okay, I've done this. Oh, the Lord wants me to pay tithe. Okay, I've done this. Oh, the Lord wants me to go to church on Sabbath. Oh, I've done this. Oh, the Lord wants me to leave uh, pork behind and just eat other clean meats. Oh, I've done this. Oh, the Lord wants me to be baptized. Oh, I've done that. So we're just checking the steps and we're learning about the steps. But if all you're doing is just counting the steps, listen to me now, then you're not dancing yet. All you're doing is learning about the dance. I'm not saying that's not important. I'm saying that at some point, you're going to have to let loose and follow the rhythm of God in your life and just live it out. Just dance. Praise the Lord. Don't go out there telling people that the pastor is teaching how to, people how to dance salsa. <laughs> to dance the Christian life, the Christian dance, we must flow through the ins and outs of the Spirit and let Him lead, uniting us in the community of followers of Jesus. And uniting with God and the world. And when you stumble, listen to me now. And if you stumble or when you stumble, make that part of the dance. Amen? Because the fact is not if you're going to stumble. At this side of heaven, there's nobody perfect. Jesus said it. There's no one righteous but only whom? One. But if you stumble, if you are suffering, even if you're really going through a just heart-crushing heart experience and you're just really having a hard time and you feel like you can't keep on anymore, even that suffering, please let the Spirit make that part of the dance of your life. Now, you know, we're not going to play that video anymore. I think these people have been shocked enough this morning. But taking you back to that, to that video that you saw at the beginning, there is one who first takes the initiative to dance, the crazy dance, right? And then there's other one, the one that comes and follows. And, and that one follower, listen to this, is important to the movement because he's the one that takes the risk to follow the leader. And then the leader embraces that person and teaches him the moves and just allow him to do and join him. And then he invites the friends to come and see. And they come and one by one and then the momentum begins and this community comes and the crowd becomes a community and then God makes this movement and that's how the New Testament church started. So in your life, 
in our Christian life, we dance. Amen? Bow your heads with me. Father God, though we ask that you drive your message home to each one of our hearts this morning. We know that this goes beyond who we are, me as a speaker here this morning. It goes beyond the leadership of this church, the board, the leaders, the different ministry leaders. It goes beyond our church members and the ministry that we do to the community and those who are new to us today. This is your movement in our lives today. Lord, I pray that um, that we will that our Christian walk will be a result of following you leading our dance. That will become more than counting the steps, that it will be just following your lead and dancing in your grace and in your love and in your movement in our lives. There are those of us here this morning, Lord, that are going through a difficult time, through a time that we may not even feel like dancing and we are so pressed and so crushed. Lord, I pray that you turn their morning into dancing for your honor and glory and they may experience even this time as part of the dance that you're doing in their lives. Oh, Father, bless us with your grace. Bless us with your dancing around our lives. And may others see us dancing and join your movement. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Amen. We'll bless you this morning. Closing him will be number 99. Before we do our closing hymn, just a reminder, every first Sabbath, we always have our potluck, our fellowship lunch. Today, we won't be having any has been postponed for a later date. And um, AY will be at 7 p.m. this evening. The, the, the theme will be Christ, Christian Dress Code. So don't miss out on this one this afternoon at 7 p.m. It will be a very interesting topic. The Christian Dress Code.
Let us close this morning or this afternoon's service with a hymn number 99. God will take care of you all. Stand with me, please. may be there's one who will always take care of you and that's the Lord you know as uh, as we were singing this song I'm just following the dance this morning praise God I became aware of something that's going on this week in the church that God is just moving among us in, in, in marvelous ways and I think I want to point out here before we sang this last stanza Kind of illustrating what this movement of God is about. Just this morning I learned, and I talked to the ones who were part of this, and, and I'm wondering if uh, the, the, the minus, they're not here already, Stephanie and Elias, are they still here? I know the kid was giving them a, a, a difficult time, but uh, well, let me tell you what, what they just told me this morning. 
And it's, it's happened last week too. Um, I went, I was called through the week, I think it was last time I was here, Saturday, two weekends ago, and some lady wanted prayer. And so, of course, I, 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 I said, I go, but I'm going to go with the elders. So I texted some of the elders and whoever was available that came. Oliver and I ended up coming and we're the only ones there, but uh, somebody else was trying to make it, but they ran into trouble. Long story short, as we got to this house, again, because we heard the call, they wanted to pray, we go into the house. And, and we responded to the call. And we responded to the dance. Because that's what we joined. We joined this movement of God. And when he calls, we go. Amen? And so we go into this house and we pray with her. And she has all kinds of fears in his life. And her mother is the Seventh Adventist. No, I think the father is the Seventh Adventist. And the sister, but her, her mother is actually in some other denomination. But she believes in God. And so they want us to pray for her. And we pray for God to deliver her, to give her the grace. And, and as we're there and the family's praying and Oliver's praying and I'm praying, I know I'm sensing that, that this is what God is doing. It wasn't my doing, it wasn't Oliver's doing, it's just God was creating this need and calling us, and we responded. Yesterday on Friday, some of the group from the church, um, from, a, from the Spanish class that they're having here on Sabbath morning, by the way, we do have started a new Sabbath school class in Spanish, and there was a lady that came, and that lady called the teacher, the leader of the teacher, and Betty, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, you were there, Betty. Do you want to tell us a little bit over? Or, or, I, I keep describing it, right? But you know, it's, it's true, right? Tell him it is true. I'm not making this up. <laughs> so Betty was there. And the lady calls and she wants the group to come and pray for, for somebody in their neighborhood, in the apartment complex that needed prayer. And so the group, the leaders, and two or three of them get together, three or four of you, I guess, ended up going. And, and Rob, Roberto went, and a couple of you. There was, so there was a group that ended up in the house of this stranger lady that just wanted prayer. And I think I was told this morning that she says, I never let, any, I never let anybody in my house. Right, Betty? But it was God who created this movement, amen? And they responded, and they danced. See, that, that's what I'm talking about. God is the one who's leading, and, but we must have this openness to his movement in our lives. What I'm describing to you is a term that everybody's talking about today is missional communities, com coming together in community, following Jesus Christ, and, and joining in his movement and being about his mission. I want to give you an opportunity to respond to God's call in your life this morning. If God's spoken to you this morning, in a special way, whatever, whatever the message is to you. The, the beautiful thing is that my, my intention was certain message or certain passage that I had. But maybe it sounded totally different to you. But the Spirit translated it in a way to you that it really made sense to you. And, and you know that God is calling you. And He wants you to join Him in this movement, in this dance. And so you want to respond. And you have to respond. And you want to say, Lord, I want to join you. In this dance that you're doing in my life, in this movement, I want to be that willing to just follow your lead. 
you want to raise your hand right where you are, do that for, for God. You're saying, Lord, I, I am. I do want to follow. But let me tell you, if you say yes, if you say yes, then I'll actually bring your hand down. I want to tell you, the next step is, then when he calls and when he moves, you got to join him. Amen? We got to stop making up excuses to go on our own rhythm and not following God's rhythm in our lives. And I'm not talking about salsa. That's a different thing. I'm talking about that God's got a rhythm for you, a life, a movement, and he's calling you. But you must be willing to step up and dance. Follow the leader. 